0: Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast dedicated to teaching, sharing, and learning the game. I'm your host, Steve Kramer of Kramer Basketball and CoachesEdge.coach. Thank you for joining me today. Listen, uh, not too long ago, we had Chuck Arnold and Anthony Troschak on the podcast, giving some advice for new basketball coaches, could be first-year coaches or coaches that are taking over a new program, possibly have coaching experience. That was an awesome episode. That episode, I highly recommend if you haven't checked it out, go back and listen to that episode. Those two coaches literally have experience not only with different programs, but in different countries as far as taking over and coaching a new team and a new program. I do not have the coaching experience that they do. I do not. However, doesn't mean I haven't thought about some of the things that they touched on really dug into what are some ways that as coaches, especially those that are looking for the building, the development, the foundational pieces to continue to coach at a high level, whether you're new, uh, young, old, different levels of experience. And so uh, I have come up with a few other things that I think can be very beneficial to you, whether you're a coach at any level, with any experience level, but especially those coaches that are first year coaches or coaches with experience, but taken over for a new program. So uh, by no means, I say this as humbly as I possibly can, by no means is this uh, a complete list by no means do I feel um, like I have all the answers, but I do think that you will get benefit from this episode. Some of the things that I share as far as tips and pieces of advice, uh, for coaches, I've been a varsity assistant coach for a couple of different teams. I've been a head coach in Germany at the high school level, um, and I, even though I was a head coach over there, I was in charge of a team. I wasn't in charge of a program uh, like a varsity coach would be here in the United States, and so that in itself is very different as well. So here are a few tips that I think can be beneficial to you. Um, with that said. Fall is approaching, basketball season, will be here before you know it, and I'm really excited for everything we have in store with the Coaches Edge, not just with CoachesEdge.coach, the resource site, but what that means for our members as we dig into our meetings, which happen twice a month, and how we're able to really learn from one another, you know, iron sharpens iron, and we have a community of like-minded coaches who are hungry to continue to better themselves and one another. And that's what the Coach's Edge is all about. It's, it's a community of coaches that are just driven to, to improve. And uh, if you have any questions about that, what it would look like to join our membership, uh, please reach out to me, contact at kramerbasketball.com. Okay, advice for some new coaches or returning coaches. I think that every coach has something that they're partial to, a system in place, things that they're comfortable with, But first and foremost, it's important for us to teach kids to play. And this could be different depending on the level or experience level of your players. But you have to remind, we have to remind ourselves, the game teaches the game. So instead of coming at a practice with a ton of drills and a bunch of plays or motions and sets, they have to play. The game teaches the game. And within that, you can then emphasize what you are all about as a coach, as a program, as a team, as far as how you execute, how disciplined you are from a turnover standpoint, shot selection standpoint, how you handle closeouts, defensive rebounding, getting up and down in transition. All of those important points of emphasis that make you, you can also be done within the structure of actual Game play. So don't over drill it. Don't talk too much. Understand the game teaches the game. Another piece a legit parent meeting. When you go into that parent meeting, listen, you only get a chance at one first impression. So if you go into that first parent meeting and you're unorganized, you're nonchalant, you're too cool, you're acting like this is just something that you have to get in you're in, it's a bad first impression. Let's just be honest. That's a bad first impression. You need to come in there. You need to be excited, right? You're fired up. You have this new job, this new opportunity. What a great opportunity it is to coach the awesome, great game of basketball, to work with uh, fantastic people in this, in this community. So you're fired up about it. you explain some of your core values, introducing yourself. What are you all about? You have a Q&A, you let people know, hey, here's how I can be reached. You know, we're excited about the team that we're putting together, the staff that we are putting together. You know, here's some of the non-negotiables as far as what we have, not only in season but out of season, and some of the things that are going to be expected of players that are going to be a part of this program. We're emphasizing high academic standards, right? We're emphasizing the fact that you're not only – responsible for your play on the court, but you're responsible for how you carry yourself off the court. And what does that look like as well? I think those are really, really huge things. I mean, even when I'm doing basketball lessons for high school basketball players, I will talk to the parents and I'll ask about their GPA. I'll ask about their academics. And I will tell the parents, I do not want to work with your son or daughter, even if they are really good at basketball, if they don't have great performance in the classroom. And if they're trying and they're, they're working hard and those those grades are doing pretty well, then yeah, then I'll give you a chance and let's let's get to work. It's the same thing as a coach. You have high standards. I think another one is it's important to meet with your coaches at all levels. It's easy as a varsity coach to communicate more often with your ninth through 12th grade coaches. But I think great programs have solid communication from the junior high levels even the youth levels so that everything one is on the same page. We are building together. Uh, If you listen to the Chuck Arnold episode, he was talking about in Texas, how things are a little more streamlined as far as everybody is looking up to the varsity coach, as far as where to take some of their P's and Q's as far as how they execute with the kids and how now he's in the state of Michigan, things um, that he he's learned maybe a little bit more um, coaches kind of doing their own thing. And that can obviously lead to some struggles down the road. And so continuing to keep that line of communication open and say, Hey, we have certain standards for how we're going to play and build this program from the ground up is vital. And it's also a great way to let those coaches know that they're included Think of a coaches meeting when I joined the staff at Perrysburg High School and Coach Boyce getting the coaches together before basketball season starts and just having dinner together and hanging out and having a good time at the same time talking about what the upcoming season is gonna look like. You had a lot accomplished in there beyond the basketball, because you're letting the entire coaching staff know. That they matter, that you value them, that they're important, that you want their opinions, that you are open for questions and as well as advice. That's a really great way to build rapport and trust with your coaching staff. This episode is sponsored by Temple Fitness in Wayland, Michigan, specializing in athletic development through kickboxing, weightlifting, and MMA training ranging from training basketball players, pro and amateur fighters, to the everyday person who's looking to get stronger or lose some weight. You can also train through the Temple Fitness app, from explosive training to weight loss. They can assign the perfect workout and nutrition plan to ensure your success. So no matter what your goal or fitness level, Temple can partner with you to get the job done. Email templefitness one one one. At gmail.com. Again, templefitness111 at gmail.com or follow them on social media at underscore templefitness to get started. With that said, great coaches have great humility. And so to be able to ask questions, especially if you're new to the program that you're with, Who's been around before? Is there an assistant that has been volunteering? And you can ask them some questions. Is there a junior high coach who's been there for 10, 15 years? You can ask them a little bit about the history of the program. What about the athletic director? Different people within the community. Asking questions to learn more about the past, especially if you are a new coach within that program can go a very, very long way. And you know, if you listen to the episode with Coach Troshak, he talked about you know he's filling in at Charlevoix High School, they've had great success with some of the previous coaches. And so if they're still in the community, bring them in, right? Every day is an opportunity to learn and grow. Why not learn from people that are in your own backyard? What a great tool that that is. Another one, how do you organize responsibilities? This is a big one I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to a lot of the coaches that I'm, I'm close with and that I know. It's very easy to want to do everything on, on your own. Not necessarily that you even want to, but there be a couple of reasons for this. It could be a personality thing. It could be maybe like, wow, it's just going to take so long for me to explain something to somebody else. I'll just do it on my own. Right. But being able to organize, be able to delegate responsibilities be able to share different responsibilities because many hands make light work. And as coaches in a new situation, that can be high stress. You might have a family at home, right? That's a, that's a big move. And so for you to be able to bring other coaches in say, Hey, here, here's all the things that we need to accomplish. We need to divide these things up. Surely we can help one another is going to go a very, very long way. And it's also giving your assistant coaches, your JV coaches, your freshman coaches more ownership over the program, which goes a really long way as far as their investment with the kids, the youth, the parents, and the community. Which leads into my next one How do you establish yourself in the community? As a new coach or an old coach, do you go to see the volleyball games, the baseball games, the football games, whatever? those might be to support your kids especially if you have multi-sport athletes it's a great way to meet parents when you're not the person with the coaching hat on in that given moment are there other ways that you're able to support community as far as fundraisers helping different programs in the community thrive because of some volunteer efforts or even some fundraising on your own those can be great ways to continue to be involved in the community because This is high school basketball. The majority of your players are not going to go on and be collegiate athletes. So this is about building better contributing members of society through the best sport in the world, the game of basketball. Something that you love, that you're passionate about, and hopefully having a lot of success along the way. And these things go hand in hand. Another tip. System, your style of play. Don't decide on a system until you really have a good understanding of the strengths and weaknesses of your team. If you didn't get a chance to go through summer basketball, you really don't have a good feel for what your team is looking like. You need to keep a very open mind as far as what the strengths and weaknesses are of your players, of your team as a whole. Don't get sold on a system that is actually going to put you behind. It's going to hurt you in the long run. Your players will help decide what your system is. We need to be open to that. Another one, give players some ownership. Give players ownership. We talked about that with the coaches already, but as players, they want to feel like they are contributing. They want to feel like they have some say in certain decisions. That could be what practice looks like. So, you know, one thing that we would do every once in a while in college, overseas, I think even in high school, some was the coach saying, Hey, you got five minutes, you have 10 minutes to work on whatever you'd like to work on shooting, ball handling, finishing, any drill is your role. Go ahead, do your thing, man. We love that as players, right? I don't think there was ever a time where one of our coaches said, Hey, you have X amount of minutes to work on your game you get ownership over what that's going to look like it was never a point where myself or any of our other teammates took that for granted because we knew hey not every day is coach going to say hey you run the show and, and that was a pretty cool thing so giving players ownership can go a really long way another one is explain the why i think this is vital unless you're a coach and it's still important at every single level but Some coaches, if you've been coaching for 20 years, you've won a million games, right? And so people are going to give you the benefit of the doubt. You say this coach knows what they're talking about. Their record speaks for themselves. They've had a ton of success. Even they should be explaining the why, right? But if you're not one of those coaches, most certainly we need to explain why. That's how kids learn. That's how we all learn. We want to understand the reason why we are doing certain things. Why am I setting the screen at this angle? Why am I starting my cut in the corner instead of on the wing? When I make this specific pass to the post, why am I stepping wide instead of forward? Why am I passing the ball and working on my ball handling skills on the outside of my hip instead of my, the front of my hip? Kids has been doing a certain finish off of one foot and had some success. And you're giving them the reason why a two foot finish in that situation could be more beneficial. You're explaining the pivot options and the shot fake option and the pass options and the chance to get fouled and go to the free throw line, the strength and the wide base, all of these different things. The why, the reason. Sometimes it's easy for us to tell them what they're going to do and to save time, we just roll with it. But if the player is not learning, they're less likely to apply, even though they're doing the same amount of reps. I think that's huge which goes into my last point of emphasis today. And that's skills over drills. It's easy to have your favorite drill, what you like to do. It it looks cool. Does it really apply to what you're trying to do? I've been to basketball practices where I'm like, boy, that's that's a good drill. That's not at all how you actually play in games. So you probably just wasted 10 or 15 minutes. So, you're going to try to use that in a game, right? Which means changing your style of play or you need to scrap that specific drill because you guys play extremely slow half court offense and that's a fast break drill. And you never push the ball on fast break. One of them, something has to give, right? And the teaching point of skills over drills is you could do a bunch of drills. Players, may get some improvement out of the repetitions, but teaching the skills, that's where we can make a jump because you're explaining the why, right? We're developing players. We are improving. Every month with your program, you should be able to look back at the previous month and say we are better than we were before. Our individual players are better and our team as a whole is better. And you will get more bang for your buck because of that skills over drills mindset. Everybody has a million drills, right? And with Kramer basketball, we have a ton of drills. But as I tell people, there's nothing fancy and special about our drills. I think one of the things that separates our player development business is the ability to explain, to point out the small details that can make a big difference and go a really long way. Whether that's stance, whether that's hand placement, whether that's footwork, body positioning, accelerating, decelerating, changing direction, ball and hand time. The little details that we talk about at our camps, that's what allows our players to improve, much more so than the drill that we give them. Now, once as a coach, you've explained the purpose, the reason behind the skills those drills now mean a heck of a lot more. They're now able to practice with purpose and get much more out of it. So I hope that whether you're a longtime coach and you've been at the same school for a long time, or whether you are a brand new coach and it's your first year, or you are a coach who has coaching experience, but you're just taking over a, a new program in a new area that has some of these tips you found beneficial. and. You know, I just thank you guys for listening. You know, we want to provide a, a resource for coaches where we're trying to help one another get better. And if you are a coach who does have a lot of experience, but you know someone who could use some help, reach out to them, help them out. Say, hey, you, you know, you need you need anything? This is a, basketball is the best sport in the world. There's a ton of great coaches out there. And if you have the chance to help somebody out, just you know shoot them a text, reach out via email uh, because I think the more coaches we have supporting one another, learning from one another, striving to get better, the better the game of basketball is going to be, and more importantly, the better our kids are going to be, the more likely we are to set other people up for success, basketball, and then beyond. And and hopefully that's the the reason why we're all, we're all doing this, doing this thing. So thank you for listening to the coach's edge podcast. Certainly appreciate you. There's anything I can do for you. Please let me know. Uh, Have a great day and get after it.